Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Yes. Hello, everybody. We are back. Episode 115 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the podcast that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has another laugh. We are the fairest of the fair, the bravest of them all. That's us. I'm your co-host, Jake Bushnell a barber in Southern California. Let me introduce you to the host of this show. My brother, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Rome and Duddy musical and podcast project. Here he is, everybody, coming to you from Columbus, Ohio, backstage at the Dirty Heads show for tonight, Duddy B. What is happening? That is right. We are back, Jake. Episode 115. I like those types of numbers, those, you know, half. 110, 115, 120. I hear 113, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we've got work to do. 115, we've made it. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, so 115, <laughs> great, we made it. <laughs> hey, man, we got a great show for you. Uh, I'm going to fill you in on some Dirty Heads news and some things going on with Roman Duddy. Jake's going to tell you all about his little vacation he has had up in uh, Idlewild. I have, we have a couple of You Should Be Slaps. Uh, we have some cage facts that came in from our good buddy, Ozzy. Uh, they've got fan watch. We've got scary stuff. It's going to be a great show. But uh, before we get into all that, I just want to say thank you guys so much for all the ratings and reviews that have been coming in. We have been seeing, we have been seeing them and we really do appreciate it. It does help the show just get noticed and keep growing and uh, keep going on. So thank you guys so much. And if you're listening and you have not yet left us a rating or a review, please do wherever you're listening especially over on that Apple podcast app. Uh, it really does help. And we really would appreciate it, but that's enough of that. Let's get into it, Jake. I am sitting here in Columbus, Ohio, actually, in the, not my dressing room, the production office. So my tour manager, Wiz, is sitting here. He's going to have to listen to this entire thing. And uh, I'm sure he just loves it. Uh, but no, we're at a really cool venue today called the Express Live. But Jake, you had a cool story about something around here? Yeah, you're well. Before the show started, I was like, "Hey, Duddy, where are you? Where are you boys at tonight?" Um, and you said Columbus, Ohio. And then I kind of told you, "Oh, are you at this arena right here? And is there a baseball field next to it?" And you said yes. So, you know, several years ago, this was the second ever like venue that that my band HP Surround Sound ever played. Uh, we were on tour with Sublime with Rome, Pepper. And Cypress Hill. Okay. This was HB Surround Sound's first ever nationwide tour. This is our second show. We played a show in Pittsburgh. Show number two is in Columbus, Ohio, at the very venue that you guys are playing at tonight, Duddy. And this is where I met my wife. No way. Yes. So as soon as you said Columbus, Ohio, I'm like, wait a minute. Are you, what's the name of the venue, by the way? I don't know if you know, Duddy. If not, Express Live. Express Live. Perfect. So, as soon as you said Columbus, Ohio, I just went, oh, my God, no way. He's probably at the very venue where I met my wife. So, yeah, she went there with her sister to see Pepper. Her sister was a huge fan of Pepper, and they both lived out in the Midwest at the time. And um, 
I'm, and so, you know, my band is playing first, so there's a nice crowd, but it's still daylight out and there's still a lot of space. You know, there's a bit, there's a group of probably yeah. 500 people near the stage and then it's scattered outside of that. Right. And I'm the singer of the band and up walks this girl in like bright yellow fluorescent pants. And uh, so I kind of, I'm you know, I'm in between songs and I'm saying hi to the crowd. And I said like, Hey, nice pants. <laughs> you know, and I pointed at this chick with the bright pants, right? That's my wife. I didn't know her at the time. But then um, I'm backstage later with the boys after our show, and there she is, Pants Girl, because her sister is actually friends with the guys in Pepper. Pants Girl. Yep. She, her sister's known the guys in Pepper for years, so they came to the show to say hi. And my wife, I met her backstage. We hit it off, and, and boom. Next thing you know, we got a kid, and here I am. So anyway, that's my little story about Columbus, Ohio, but have a great show tonight, Betty. It was a special place <laughs> for me. Wow, that's awesome. I did not uh, know that. So that's really freaking cool. I uh, love it. Yeah. So going to be an awesome show tonight. Beautiful venue. This venue is really cool, actually. It's got a stage and it faces either way. If it's got to be bad weather, they play inside on the same stage. If it's going to be good weather, they, we play to the outside. It's really cool. We're in luck today. It's beautiful weather. So that we're going to be playing towards the outside, but it's the same capacity inside or out. It's kind of genius. So uh, apparently, you know, what Columbus, Ohio, I'm sure they get all sorts of weather coming through here. So they ain't canceling those shows. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I love it. But yeah, it was um, looking forward to the show tonight. We had a day off in Indiana yesterday. Um, my throat's been just super tired lately, so I didn't really do much. I just kind of chilled and tried to rest up for the show today. And then we got another show tomorrow in Newport, Kentucky at the Ovation uh, and that should be a lot of fun too, man. This, this tour has been a lot of fun. All the shows have been really cool. The fans have been amazing and uh, it's, it's starting to come to an end. It's bittersweet because I'm very, very excited to get home and see the family, but, uh, it's going to be, you know, a little sad when the tour is over. Cause it has been a lot of fun. Yeah. You, I mean, it's gotta feel good to be back and what a way to enter back into the world of singing, you know, a lot. So, so I've just realized this right now, cause you said my voice has been tired lately. And I'm like, poor Duddy. So, I mean, you know, not poor Duddy. You're a happy guy. But here, I'll yeah. give you a little bit of a poor Duddy here. I just thought of this. is your first time back on tour in quite a while, right? You're doing way more shows than normal. We've already discussed on this previous episodes that rather than doing, hey, three shows in a row, a day off, you know, maybe four shows in a row, two days off, you're doing like five shows in a row, seven shows in a row, a lot of those. So, so yeah. you guys are making up for lost time with the singing, but then you're also doing not only one, but two podcasts and now you're doing a podcast right now. So thank you very much for lending us your throat, dude. And you do need, you do need a break. It was funny. Um, a few days ago, I was talking to you, Duddy, and you're like, yeah, I'm excited, man. You're all, I'm going to be home soon. And in my mind, I, I, I thought that meant you were coming home in like four or five days or something. Yeah. And you're all, yeah, man, I'll be home in like, uh, I'll be home in like uh, 14 days or something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like Duddy's <laughs> like, I'll be home soon, man. I'll be right there. And it's still actually two weeks away. So now you're probably looking at more like 10 days and you'll be home. No, actually, dude, I get to fly home in like five days. The tour's not over. I get, I'm going to fly home. Uh, I get to spend like uh, two or three days at home. Mm -hmm. And then I got to fly to Arizona. We got a show there. And then I'll, I'll ride the bus back home after the Arizona show. And I get to spend, I think, another day at home. And then we've got like the Ventura show and the Vegas show. So I'll be gone, come home again for a couple of days. And then we got a few days, a few shows and uh, Paso Robles, and then I'm done. 
So I'm home. I got shows intermixed in there, but yeah, I'm like five, five days. I get to fly home and I'm kind of done ish. Yeah. Cause Four Paso Robles is really, that's about four hours North of us, maybe not even three yeah. and a half. So, so we'll ride the bus you, up there. We got two yep. shows. So I'll ride the bus home and then we're done. Bam. Isn't it? It, it, it is crazy. Cause the few, you know, the, the tours we've been on, I've been on a lot just like you and it is, it, it does start to feel really comforting when you get back on the West coast oh, and yeah. you're at, you're at Avila beach or Paso Robles or San Luis Obispo. These are the places where Duddy's band always tours. And the few tours I got to do big tours with my band surround sound, we went through these. They're always at the end of the tour. It's always beautiful weather in like central Southern California. And, and you know that you can like reach out and touch your house. You're like, it's just a few hours down the coast. Yeah. You know, and then your family can come out sometimes and see you. So it does, it, it starts yeah. to feel really nice. You're almost in it that feels, real comfortable zone. It feels like that last week of school when you were like in high school or elementary school or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, it's almost summer. Like it's kind of that vibe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but shit for you, man, it's right back at it with, uh, with Roman Duddy stuff. So let's slide right into that. Not only do you have the Roman Duddy podcast, which real quickly, we'll just say, um, you guys dropped your first episode. I know you're not on iTunes yet, but we know that you are you are on Spotify now. So anyone that's not subscribed yes. on Spotify, get over there. And honestly, by the time this episode airs, you might very well be on iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah, the the Apple one takes a little bit longer to like for them to verify, you know, that it's all good, and and then to put the episode up. The the Spotify one goes through pretty quickly. So yeah, we're just waiting. It could be any day, like you said. By the time this airs, it could already be up on Apple. It could be any second. I think it said it can take anywhere up to like fourteen days, and this is like day eight. So it should be very soon. It will be up everywhere, but as of right now, no, it's only on Spotify. It is also on Podbean and uh, like Google and Amazon, I believe. There is a couple others it's on, but the main one right now, yeah, Spotify is probably the easiest for you guys to go and listen. And there is one episode that we have already dropped and we have already recorded episode two and we'll probably be dropping that within the next you know day or two. So you guys can go look forward to that. It's a lot of fun. And if you don't know about it, what it is, is it's pretty much a talent show and we're having our listeners uh, send in audio or video of whatever they do, whatever their talent is. If they have a band, we want to hear their demo, send us a demo or a video from YouTube. If you're a dancer, you know, send us a video of you dancing. If you're a juggler, whatever it is, if you got a talent, you can send it into the Rome and Duddy show at gmail.com. Send us your video. And uh, yeah, you'll be a contestant on the show. And at the end of every month, some of the winners, they're going to battle and uh, every month we're going to pick a, a winner to send an awesome like gift package to. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can check it out. Oh yeah. The show is called the Roman Duddy show. So go on Spotify or wherever Apple, hopefully soon and check it out. Hope you like it. There you go. But other than that for Roman Duddy, we got some cool stuff coming up as well. Musically. We have a show in Nashville on October 30th, where if you want, you can go to uh, romanduddy.com. You can get you know tickets there. And, uh, I'm actually flying out there towards the, towards the end of October. We're going to do four or five days of rehearsal with our band. I've never actually even played with these guys before. So we're going to fly out there. We're going to rehearse for four days. And then we're going to, we have this show on October 30th. And that'll be our first show, the Roman Duddy Project, um, with a full band. And we're actually going to be playing originals that we wrote. You know, um, It's going to be a lot of fun. 
And also the Roman Betty project, we are going in the studio and we're going to, we're going to record like a five song EP and get some music out to you guys. Um, some original songs. And I, I think you guys are really going to like it. I'm kind of, I'm really stoked on the project. It's been a lot of fun. And yeah, I think you guys are going to dig the song. So that's all exciting stuff, Jake. It is. I, I do have a question. I know I feel almost bad because we're making you talk so much and we have a big show ahead of us and you got a show tonight, but I do mm-hmm. want to ask. And I think the listeners will want to know maybe. So Rome lives in Nashville now. I'm assuming, has he been jamming with these dudes a little bit already? Uh, or he has, ahead of you? He's gotten together with one of the guys, the main guy, uh-huh. Leroy. Uh, and he's just like acoustically kind of jammed with them. And, and he, you know, Rome said he's awesome. And he's, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Apparently well, so- this band of guys, they're all just very professional, very good at their instruments. This is what they do. Yeah. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Dude, I'm, that that seems so fun. That's such a different thing for you, but an exciting thing. You're going to fly into Nashville. And real quick, I'll, if you guys hear the loud noise, I'll tell you about that. But you get to fly into Nashville to like play with your band for the first time that you're going to meet. Yeah. That's fucking wild. But like they're already going to know your... Yeah, and they're going to know your songs. And I'm assuming they've probably jammed together a little bit. That's why I wanted to know. Like, Oh, no, gonna, they're... They're a band, like they're a band already. Yeah, so they're, they're learning called the, the music. They're called the Texas Gentlemen. Dope. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah. All right, that's exciting stuff, and I'm learning this right now from you too. Like, I knew that you guys had a band and you're putting it together. You've said it on the show before, but I, I, you know, that's awesome that you're gonna fly to Nashville, meet the band, let's go jam for a few days, yeah, and then it's time to make a, an EP. Exciting times. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get this show uh, moving. And real quick before we we go forward, I don't even know if you guys have heard super loud, like noises coming through, but how funny is this study? Um, You know, it's been a struggle to do the show for us, Wi-Fi, micro, all that stuff. But today we finally have like my wife's got my son out of the house. I can sit here in peace and do the show. I got the microphone working and guess what is happening right now, Duddy? It is the annual air show oh sweet in huntington beach so my house is in newport beach which is right next to huntington beach uh, for all the listeners and every year there's a humongous air show at the huntington beach pier you know planes you get it a crazy air show it's happening right now and they go right over my apartment i mean i get pictures where i'm almost touching the wings they go right over my building yeah. So prepare for some of that fun, guys. If you hear what sounds like a Bigfoot attack on my microphone, <laughs> it's like F-18s or whatever the hell they're called z- zipping by my house. <laughs> all right, cool. I just wanted to put that out there. So, all right. I have a little news as well, Duddy. Vacation, all I ever wanted. I'm on vacation, huh, Duddy? Every single day because I love my I like hockey. That. You see that? A little like mashup. That little remix right there. I think I'm going to do a DJ remix of Vacation, if that's okay with you. I think that's what the world needs is another Vacation remix. I'm on it. So I went on vacation to Idlewild. And Idlewild is, is like become important to our show because, Duddy, you go there all the time. I've gone there a couple times now. We're both in love with that little town. We've had uh, scary stories that we've told from that town. I went back up to Idlewild, guys, and I had the time of my life. I did stay in, I don't know if you saw the house I stayed in, Duddy. It is the cabin in the house from the Evil Dead. It was perfect, too, because from the outside, you know, it looked like you will certainly be murdered if you knock on the door. But then you open the door, you go inside, and it's like, it's, you know, 
impeccable. Every blanket is folded where it should be. Record player with records, like cool photo magazines of like nude people on the table, like really forward thinking hippies. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dope place, but from the outside, it's a murder mansion, which I loved. Right. So that was a beautiful thing. Um, I had some scary moments in the house. So it's nighttime. I got a fire lit, even though it wasn't that cold outside, you know, it's dark in the woods and we were on a property where the houses aren't around. You aren't really next to you. So a lot of quiet time. And then, you know, the lights are out, we're in bed and I start hearing shit clinking and clattering all over the house. And it's a one bedroom cabin that we're in. It's one of those tight vertical spiral staircases that you got to walk up and almost die every time you go up and down. And there's a little loft at the top where we sleep. So I'm hearing all sorts of noise downstairs, dude. And this one, you know, I went down to check it out. There's mice. So there's a little mouse running around. He's eating our food. So that was fun. I had my first little, ooh, is what, what's that noise? A little creepy. In the back of my mind, I thought it was a mouse. You got to go check. You got to go check. So I'm going down the stairs. Every step, the whole house is creaking. Little mouse. I was, it was adorable. Little white, puffy. I was almost like, good for you. Eat the, eat the treats. But then, Duddy, in the middle of the night, we were awakened by a, I don't know if it was a coyote orgy outside our window or did they, were they eating the feast of the century? But I'm talking, it sounded like eight or nine, just, I don't, I've never heard anything quite like it. So that was fun. And then here's my final creepy encounter. Besides the town itself being a perfect, creepy, small town vibe. I'm packing to go home. I've got my back turned to like the forest and I'm packing my car and I hear all these footsteps rapidly approaching. I turn around three coyotes walking right up to me by myself outside early morning, barely light. And they just look at me and then they take off and just dash around the side of me and off and into the, into the forest. I mean, I'm talking 10 feet. I hear the footsteps. Yeah. I turn around. Holy shit. Woo. So I'm having a, I had a great little creepy mountain vacation in Idlewild and uh, Duddy, you've been there many times. I've been there many times. Yeah. It's the perfect horror movie, small town vibe. It's a, it's an awesome town. There's cool looking people. There's cool artsiness, but it's a very small town. There's stories of witches. There's missing people in that town. It's got everything you need for a Stephen King movie. Yeah, it is a it is a perfect creepy little town, and and this is a perfect little example of how little town this is. Is the mayor is a dog? Yes, that is one hundred percent true. Real quick, Duddy, is that are people back in your dressing room, or is that Luke's? Yeah, that's why I kept. No, they're it's they're leaving right now. Okay, uh, that's why (laughs) I kept muting it. Yeah, yeah, the the mayor is a dog. it's, but it is the best. I love that a while. And I, I've said it before, like I, there's a good chance I'll probably, you know, have a house there one day. I love that spot. There's a very good chance every time we go up there, which like I said, it's only been twice for Laura and I, and I know, yeah. but we always go to the, like, we check out the houses, the, the prices and we look at what's what. And it's, it's a, it's a rad place, man. Yeah. But anyway, um, a creepy fun place. I had a very Halloween time, dude. It couldn't have been a better vacation. Super stoked. Ooh, nice. Perfect. Um, let's get cracking into one other thing that, that, uh, that kind of just has to do with the show. Duddy and I wanted to send a huge congratulations and a shout out. This is before we get into, you should be slapped, which we have Duddy brought an amazing, you should be slapped to the table today. We want to say a positive thing. 
our boy uh, Jalen Turner and his coach, Anthony Gonzalez. Uh, so UFC lightweight fighter, Jalen Turner, he was on our show. He was, I think it was within the first 10 episodes. I think they were episode yeah. three, four, five, six in there. If you guys haven't heard it, go back and listen to Anthony Gonzalez, who's the, the coach, and his fighter, Jalen Turner. We had them on our show. And uh, Jalen Turner just fought in the UFC over the weekend and got a big first round finish. Oh, he yeah. was the underdog in this fight. And that's three in a row for, for our team, dude. Anthony Gonzalez yeah. and his fighter, Jalen Turner. They're crushing it in the in Crushing the it. Jalen looks so, not, not just three victories in a row, like three commanding victories. Like, I don't even think he's been in any sort of trouble in any three of those fights. Like, he's just, he's looked really good. And, and that last fight, he looked amazing. And I'm not trying to, like, take any credit for anything, Jake. <laughs> but, I mean, since he's been on our show, he has not lost a fight. No, so he's been beating I'm the just, shit out of people. You know, yeah. It's the duddy bump. You come on the show and you just start <laughs> bumping up people's heads. But oh, it was one man. of those things where, you know, MMA, if you even, if you just like a fighter that you've never met and never will meet, if you just like a fighter, it's nerve wracking watching yeah. that fighter fight. Yeah. Now imagine like knowing the person and really liking them. And so I've hung out with Jalen a couple times because I've seen him at some birthday parties and stuff since our, our show, but also Jared Watson, you know, Jared from yeah. the Dirty Heads trains yeah. at Ruka. He trains with Jalen all the time. So he's very close in our inner circle. Yeah, yeah and me I'm, and Jared were uh, watching the fight together on the uh, bus. And we were like jumping up and down and high-fiving. It was pretty funny. It is nerve-wracking <laughs> watching someone that you care about step into that ring. And so it's always like so relieving when they win. And that was such yeah. a good win. So anyway, one of the fans, one of the listeners to know that. Yeah, and you know what I liked about them, Jake, too? What's that? They showed up on time. They showed up on time. Oh, yeah. They didn't like come way late and they didn't come early. I think the most important thing is that they didn't come early. Right, Daddy? That's very important, Jake. Oh, well, I think people are sensing that, that there's a problem with coming early and, and there is. But I want to I want to set this up because we actually got a sound drop for this now. But we have to set it up by saying, hey, everybody. This is where Duddy tells uh, us about somebody that should be slapped. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! <laughs> what? Slap! All right, Duddy. Who should be slapped and why? Okay, let's say, for instance, you're hosting a party at your house. It's the last episode of Friends, okay? Ever. You're hosting a Friends party at your house. Big time. You got everything ready and all your friends are coming over. Last episode, big deal, right? Going to be lots of tears. Yeah. Uh, and you're getting ready, but you're running a little bit behind and you're running around and you're still like in your robe or whatever. This is, I'm picturing a girl. I'm not in a robe, but my wife would be. She's getting ready. And we're all, we're, we're starting to put the appetizers out. Bing bong. Wait, what? The party doesn't start for 30 minutes. Hey, sorry. We got here a little early. Oh, no. no. Is everyone imagining the scenario? We all know about the, the scramble. The last five minutes, you're fluffing pillows, you're folding blankets, right? You're getting the house in viewing order with no time to spare. And Duddy, when Duddy brought this one, I don't know what happened in your life recently, Duddy, where someone showed up early on you, but this is a big one. Listen yeah. up, people. If you're an early comer to a party, listen to Duddy here. No, to be honest, this hasn't happened recently but 
it has happened to me multiple times. <laughs> um, and uh, on no joke, I was sitting on the, on the bus this morning because I knew we were going to re- record a show. And I was like, what bothers me? <laughs> it bothers me a lot. And I was just trying to think so hard. And I thought of that I was like, Ooh, yeah. That in the early arriver, the early Don't. arriver, even if you get, Hey, say you were like, Hey, every time I drive here, there's always some traffic. So I'm going to leave, you know, 30 minutes early, but then there's zero traffic and you fly and you get off the freeway and you're like, damn, I'm 30 minutes early. Eh, go figure something out for 30 minutes. Go yes. do do anything besides straight to the house and knock on the door 30 minutes early. Like there's it's, nothing, it's not cool. Nothing on earth. In fact, and we help people with this is you should be slapped is a positive segment. Really? Yeah. Me, right. I think you changed a few people's lives when you did the dirty car person a few weeks back or a month or so. Duddy did mm-hmm. one of these where he was like, you have the filthiest car on earth and, and your friend, your friend comes to pick you up and they have the filthiest car on earth and you have to clean the seat before you sit down. Don't be that person. And and mm-hmm. we had several people sent us messages and pictures of their car and said, I am that person. And I cleaned yeah. my car because of you guys. So this is another one of those, Daddy. This was so yes. good when you told me this. I was like, oh, yeah. well, nothing. then it's like, and then it's like, well, can I help you with anything? You're like, no, like, you don't know what? Here's the deal. <laughs> In fact, if you're invited to someone's party at their house, it, you, you must be no less than 15 minutes late, 15 minutes late to a party at someone's house. Like if, if someone's like, hey, come over at six, we're, you know, it's going to be a dinner party or come over at five. Even you can't even show up at five. That's not enough time. You need to leave error time like like they're scrambling. Someone's still getting out of the shower. You need to give them a 15 minute buffer. You will still be the first person there, most likely, if you're 15 minutes late. There's going to be always the people that are an hour and a half late. Yeah. Some people show up at midnight. Hey, sorry. You know, (laughs) and I would rather be the person that shows up at midnight and have everyone go, oh, for fuck's sake, Jake's here finally, than be the 15 minute early person. Yeah. You can't don't even park in front <laughs> of the property because if they can see your car, it's over. The it, everything yeah. ends as soon as they don't see. even do a drive by no. to see if there's other cars there. No. Once they see you, stress level hits midnight, man. This is what happens. Yes, your wife <laughs> is cutting up the apples or whatever for Duddy's famous for the crudite plates that go a mile and a half. She's slicing <laughs> beef, very thin, and she's looking out the front window and she says, Oh shit. And then Duddy is like trying to find his socks. Duddy's doing the thing where he's hopping on one foot while putting on the one sock and looking <laughs> for the other sock. And a little bit of his butt crack showing, no shirt yet. Duddy hopping through the hallway. His wife <laughs> sees someone's car come up, and the driver always has that looky loo ass face, huh? You're early, you're there. there. They're, it's like they're driving by a house fire. They're always like, oh, and they're just, is, is anyone else? And then, and then your wife, your lovely wife, who almost cuts herself now because she's looking outside and she sees the car. She yells to Duddy. Now Duddy's panicking. He's tripping. Never don't you don't even come into the neighborhood of the house in case Duddy's coming from the store with last minute salsa and sees you on the outskirts of the neighborhood. It's over. Don't enter the city of the party <laughs> or I county 
stay just outside of the outer rim of the county of the party until 30 minutes after start time. You know what? Just don't even come to the party. Don't come to the party. You know what? Stay home. The party's over. <laughs> oh, you should be slapped. Play the drop again, Luke. What is the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> what? Slap. If Luke didn't play that drop, let us know in the comments and we will fire him and then rehire him before oh we even say the R on fire. Um, you know who the earlier arriver the early arrivers best friends with though, Jake. Oh no. You know who his best friend in the world is? <laughs> the overstayer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everybody's leaving. Everyone's oh. cleaning up. He's going the opposite way. Like a salmon fighting, <laughs> fighting his way back up the river. And, and everyone's hugging him goodbyes. He's sticking his hand in the cooler, grabbing another one, oh. cracking it. Yeah, he's going. And you could just tell you're like, he's not even close to ready to leave. <laughs> People are, yeah. Yes, the music's been turned off. And like you said, it's just really a sea of humanity yes. flooding out. The, like a concert just ended. All of his chances for ride homes are leaving. Oh, and no. You're just like, no, nah, wait, no. You're looking at Ubers. There's no Ubers available. You're like, oh, my God, he's going to spend the night. What is happening? Like, uh, oh, no. He, he cracks a beer. And it's a he. It's, this it's is a he. Oh no, girls don't do this. Girls no, see girls, what's no. happening. Yes, and they go, girls. babe, we got to get out of here. Mm -hmm. Thanks and if, for and, having us. Dude, and for some reason, if a girl tries to even stay, some other girl will be like, Tiffany, the fucking yeah. party's over. Get your ass in the car. Do you need a ride? Yep. Can we get, they would like, you're shameful. Guys yep. don't do that. They're like, you're, Kevin's yours now, Duddy. Thanks yep. for the party, bro. We're out of here. Hey, we can't take you home. And then there's, he's, <laughs> he has cracked a beer and is now sitting back out in the backyard. And oh, he's yeah. lighting the fire pit again. He's starting yeah. it again. He's turning music on. He's, he's, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Yes. What's <laughs> worse? I still think the early, the early, early arrival. I think the early arrival still worse. Ooh, fuck, dude. I mean, they're both equally like, terrorists these are terrorists yeah yeah they, what do we, you know, what do, we do sure. with these people we slap them oh that's right we give them a big slap luke play the new drop what is the five fingers say to the face <laughs> what slap there you go dude oh quality just adding quality to the show duddy this was a perfect one when you said the early party arriver Nothing on earth is, and then they real quick before we get off of it, they always apologize about right. Like, oh, sorry, oh, are yeah. you guys not ready? Yeah, no, yeah, of course, no, I'm not ready because you're early. Because you know that I'm not ready. That's why the first thing you said was that I'm because you know. Yeah, the worst. All right, dude, a good. You should be slapped. Oh, I feel better about that, and um, we got something special now, Daddy. What's up? We got something special. Um, Ozzy Chong, our good buddy, oh. Ozzy. Uh, everyone knows. So Ozzy Chong, he was also a guest on the show. He's a fellow barber. I work with him at American Vintage Barbershop. Big Nicolas Cage fan. The guy is obsessed with Nick Cage. 
And he put together a little thing for us called Cage Facts, where he tells us just a few fun facts about Nicolas Cage. And then we kind of discuss them real quick. I mean, it really, it's just fun facts about Nicolas Cage, but Ozzy has sent us three more Cage Facts. So Luke, go ahead and drop those facts on everybody right now. My name is Ozzy Chong, and welcome to Cage Facts. Nicholas Cage spent $276,000 to outbid Leonardo DiCaprio on a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. Cage Facts. In March 2019, Nicholas Cage married Erica Koki in Las Vegas, Nevada. The marriage lasted all of four days. Nicholas Cage sued Kathleen Turner for starting a vicious rumor that he stole her chihuahua. Oh, there it is, Daddy. People like Nick Cage are the best. Did I hear this correctly? He so he outbid Leo uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on a T Rex skull, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. Apparently, he outbid Leo. I don't know what they say, like two hundred and seventy something thousand dollars. So that seems like a fair price. I wonder if he still has the skull. Is it on display at his house? Like. I don't think you get rid of a T-Rex skull. Imagine that though, because it's got to be pretty big. So that, I mean, what else, what is a better party conversation starter than you walk into Nick Cage's house and oh. there behind a nice glass case, well lit, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. <laughs> Do you have anything like that, Daddy, at your house? Just a wow uh, piece? I have a fake skull that has... Um, golf clubs sticking out like little pieces of golf clubs sticking out because yep. I was in a golf tournament, got second place. Damn. That's almost, <laughs> that's almost as cool as a actual yeah, dinosaur fossil, but I also have as a conversation startable, you know, sure is. Oh, you got yeah. second, huh? It's the, the conversation cool. won't last as long, but no. it'll start. <laughs> it'll start. And then, um, and then secondly, he was married in 2019 to some, girl i forgot her name already but he said it lasted four days so that yeah, was only a couple vegas, years ago went to vegas and got married and it lasted four days is that what i heard that's yeah. what it was and remember he married elvis's daughter yeah yeah you know of course that. he did yeah of course and uh and then he i look this was my favorite one i had no <laughs> idea about this i apparently kathleen turner uh spread a, a vicious rumor and ozzy's words that that nick cage stole her Chihuahua, and that was a lie. So Nicolas Cage sued her for that defamation. <laughs> what a guy. Oh my, what a guy. He's the best. Oh, Nicky Cage, dude. What a stud. Um, and you know who else is the best? Who's that? Uh, the Dirty Heads fans. Oh, the Dirty Heads fans are the best. And look at Duddy setting up his own worst segment. Now, look, the, this isn't going to be a cringy version of. Uh, of fan watch you guys know about fan watch right luke play the fan watch drop i'm watching you Wazowski. always watching see that set up seamless um this is where we take a look into the interwebs what are people saying about the dirty heads we find a few things we look for things that are cringy we want duddy to cringe we want someone who's making fun of the dirty heads saying they suck now, saying they're, you know, they're sick of vacation and, uh, and you know, whatever. Uh, we even drop, like, if someone's hating on Rome, we'll drop that on Duddy just because they're like best buds. And it's like, now you got to defend your friend. You know, it's fun stuff like that. 
you know, honestly, people are being really nice to you guys. So we found what we could find, Duddy. This is Fan Watch. And uh, let, let's look at this first one real quick. Uh, Luke is actually also working at his other job. So I don't want to be like, Luke, pull it up on your screen because I don't want him to get fired. So I will look for it. We have this comes from Scotty Venable, I believe is his name. And this was on the Wicked and Wiley page. This isn't too cringy, Duddy, but I like that he's putting this out there. He said, my sweet summer is better than vacation. I don't care. Fight me about it. <laughs> not, not really something to fight about, but no. the reason I brought this one up is, I mean, it's positive. They're both great songs. He's just choosing yeah. which one he digs, right? Well, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about music. It's all, it, it's, it's your choice. Uh, someone's favorite song could be someone else's least favorite song, you know? Uh, you never know. It, it's really just up to you. But, Please explain more things like that. Yeah, <laughs> just say that exact. Just say it again for something else. Art, art, yeah. Eddie. You know, it's just it's your point of view. You know, one person might see a beautiful flower, another person might see piece of shit. You food. never know. How about food? Oh, food. Everyone's got different taste buds, you know. But uh, uh, deep inside, we're all the same, Jake. Okay, that was a little twist, and thank you for that. But, uh, but the reason I like this one is because I'm like, oh, you know what would be fun? Um, let's just put, I want to put this up on, uh, we'll put this up in the bunker as a poll. So you can make yes. polls on Facebook. So I'm like, all right, let's take this guy's little thing that he said here, and we're not going to fight him about it, but we will kind of like, you know, like social media fight him in a way. We'll, we'll choose, we'll put up a poll My Sweet Summer versus Vacation. Which song's better? And we're going to get to the bottom of this using science. We're not just Can we out. like tag him in that poll so he yes. can see it? I'm, we're going to share his post. I'll have Luke do it, of course, because yeah. I don't even know how to log into anything. We'll, we'll share his post. We'll let everyone know what this is. And then we'll put the poll up and we're going to get to the bottom of what, which song really is better. So there it is, Scotty Venable. Um, we're going to figure it out for you, buddy. Um, no need to fight. <laughs> Um, let me see. Now I got to find out where the second one was. Cause Luke found this. I do have Luke, if you can hear me, help us out and bring us the second. Uh, oh yes, here it is. This is the vaccine daddy. The vaccine. Ah, yes. All right. There was a post on Instagram about your guys' show coming up. I'm not even sure where I'm sorry. I don't have it all here, but I do have what, what happened. And you got some hate about the vaccine. This is what it is. You, there's a there's a mandate for a vaccine at one of your upcoming shows. Could be tonight. And uh, Organic Healing 16, who seems like a chill. That's a chill vibe of a name. Organic Healing. Organic oh. 16 is the person who's posting this. Who's posting? It was it was a comment um, under a post for your show that says it's a million thumbs down, and then it says for asking for the vaccine card, and then a bunch of like angry faces where they're cussing. The cuss face. Oh. And then underneath that, people are like, first of all, lots of people giving it thumbs up. And then you're really, and then Organic Healing 16 again writes, you're really asking for proof of vaccines. So not cool. And a bunch of clown faces. They uh, think so, you're a clown. So Organic Healing 16 thinks is what I'm getting. What you're getting at is that Organic Healing 16, what thinks that it's up to the dirty heads. Like we're the ones. I'm going to take like it forcing people. That's what it seems like. Well, I yes. mean, hey. for the case of this episode of this yes. show, unfortunately, this, yes. uh, it has nothing to do with us. We, you know, these are things, these are things we are also having to deal with every single person 
on this tour has to have proof of vaccine or a negative test within like 48 hours of, of a, a bunch of these venues every time um, it's, it's happening to us too. So, you know, it is what it is, but we got to get out here and people, people want to hear live music still. And we, we want to perform for people and we want to have a good time and we got to make a living. This is our job. So we're out here doing what we got to do. And, you know, it is what it is. I know some people are upset about it, but I don't, it's, it's really not even up to us. And at it, at the end of the day, it's, it's our hands are tied too. If we want to perform, we got to do this thing. So we're doing it. That's you know? what I, that's the crust of it. What you said, it really can all be summed up into this. It is yeah. not the band that, that there are bands out there that are doing this. Like I know yeah. the Foo Fighters and certain bands were like, we are putting a vaccine mandate on every show. The Dirty Heads did not do that. This no. tour did not do that, but certain venues are doing it. And if you want to play the show, yeah, you got to do the thing. So, yeah, so it does suck uh, for you, but that's what it is. It is yeah. what it is, man. All right, dude, not such a bad one, Duddy. Honestly, no. even that isn't bad. We understand no. my organic healing's upset. We we oh, actually man. get it, you know, but we just want yes. you to know that it is not the Dirty Heads or Sublime Throne no. that put that out. That is just venue to venue. And uh, once again, you guys, that is fan watch. The fans are being real nice. Nobody's arguing with each other. No one's talking too much shit. So it was about as bad as it got this week, Duddy. Pretty All good. Right, good, good. I love it. Now let's. What do we got in. next? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Duddy. You so, see it on there? Yeah. I told you guys I just recently had a day off in Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was resting. I was resting. And, uh, but I had to go get some food, right? Sure. I had to get some food. Mm-hmm. So I was walking to get food. And while I was walking to f- get food, uh, I saw a cowboy, Jake. <laughs> a cowboy? <laughs> yeah, he was leaning up against a tree. Oh, and I said, no. hey, cowboy. <laughs> and he said, yes. I said, you live around here? He's like, yep, cowboy from Indiana. <laughs> and I said, hey, all right. Uh, have you, you know about any local scary stuff? And he and he he did, Jake. He told me three different local scary stories. No, what a yeah. cool cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. And I started walking away and I turned around to thank him. Gone. Get all the way out of here. All the way gone. Just gone. Nowhere. Get to be out seen. of here. Wow. I swear. Yeah. Do you think he was a ghost or is he just a very fast and quiet cowboy? I don't. <coughs> Sorry. I need some water. Yeah, go ahead. Take oh. take a second. Our, All of a sudden, I got something in my throat. Look at, yep. Even mm. speaking about the cowboy, Duddy gets very ill. <coughs> I get all choked up. Um, take your time if you need. I'm going to, I still go get some more water. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right. I am back. Sorry about that, guys. Got me some water and I'm ready to go. So where was I? Oh, yeah. The cowboy disappeared. Uh, and then uh, I was like, wow, well, thankfully I got these three awesome stories out of him <laughs> before he right, disappeared. Right before he. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. So well, hit us first, with it. What do you got? Uh, the, the first one is called the Hatchet Man. Ooh. Yeah. Rumors of this murderous person began around the town of Bloomington, where a college student was reportedly murdered by a man with a hatchet. Two female students who did not take heed of the warning decided to go out and drink and have a good time at a local bar. 
As the night progressed, one student became flirtatious with the bartender and the other one decided to leave and go home to wait up for her friend. But she fell asleep. And in the morning when she awoke, her friend was not in bed. When she opened the door to enter the hallway of her dorm, she found blood everywhere and her roommate's lifeless hatch or lifeless uh, body on the floor. Her throat had been slashed and a hatchet lay nearby. Unfortunately, no one ever found the man who wielded the axe, and it's possible that he is still roaming around the woods of this state today. So that's a real hatchet murder. Yeah, he hatcheted two people. So really, this is like less of a ghost story. This is someone hatcheted up some people, and they just never found the dude. Dude, yeah. Or girl. there's, There's a hatchet person out there. That's more scary. That it's like there's a hatchet monster. What's the town? Bloomfield. Good Bloomingfield. God. Bloomingfield. Good luck, guys. Oh, Bloomington. Sorry. Bloomington. Does it say what year these hatchets happened again? It I'm sorry. Did uh, I miss it, it doesn't. Actually. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say the year, which is weird. So all we know is that it's sometime after the invention of the hatchet. Well, if they're saying that this guy could still be roaming around today, then it couldn't be that long ago, right? That's right. So we're going to say this was like yesterday. Watch out. <laughs> this happened yesterday. This is off the presses. This is, All right. this is breaking news right now. That's horrifying. I like the little scene. She woke up to find that her friend was, in fact, not in her bed. As she went to the hallway to look, blood everywhere and her hatcheted pal. So it happened right outside the dorm room. Wait, wait, Creepy wait. wait shit. But is there no cameras in the dorm? Pre-camera, post-hatchet. Ah, uh, we're getting down. We're narrowing down the timeline <laughs> here now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. And post dorm room as well. We'll have to see you. And okay. Boom. Oh yeah. So we're going to figure that out. We'll get it into a 30 year window there. Or we won't. I bet we What's can next? just look it up. We can probably, we can probably look further look it up or we can move on to the next story. Because I um, think we, yeah, because that was breaking news, and also this is also breaking news, Jake. There, there's drowned children at Potato uh, Creek State Park. There oh, is no. one, one more time. There is drowned <laughs> children at Potato Creek State Park, Jake. Oh no! I'm sorry for laughing. That's not funny, but Potato Creek. That. Yeah. Hold on one sec. Duddy no. just got a knock on the door, guys. Mid. Awesome. Thing. What's up? I'm about to fill people in about the drowned children at Potato Creek State <laughs> Park, Sorvino. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know? I'll tell you all about it right now. In, uh, Indiana is home to one of the most haunted state parks ever. Wander around the lake and creeks here long enough, and you may begin to hear screams and cries of children. The sounds are believed to be from children who drowned in the water long ago while fishing or swimming. Sorrowful as this lake's tale is, is, it is still incredibly creepy to hear these pained moans. And if you are anywhere near the northwest part of the state around South Bend, you may hear them too, Jake. Wow, Potato Creek Park. That's a horrifying story. But I like the laziness of the information. It's like, yeah, you know, the past voices why, of kids that drown why fishing they, or swimming. Why did they drown? Yeah, and why? How do you drown fishing? Yeah. Like, or is it like rapids and they're standing? I, 
Were people pushing them in? Were, uh, yeah. Why is it called Potato State Creek, Creek Park? What? Yeah, Potato Creek. There's a lot of weird things about this story. I mean, that is sad if it is in fact true, but uh, not sure it qualifies. I mean, you got Hatchet Man and then this. So let's see. You got a third one okay. for us. What, what do you I'd got? like to think that Hatchet Man drowned the children. That now I'm scared. All right. Thank you for making yep. me now scared of Potato Creek, which before I would have laughed every single time. Yeah. And you know why? It's called Potato Creek. It's going to get really. Oh, dark. no. Let's go. He peels, the, he peels them like potatoes with his hatchet. Oh, my golly gosh. <laughs> I'm paint me horrified at this point. Because <laughs> yikes, everybody. Ew. Oh. Well, if you think that's scary, let me tell you a little bit about Gypsy Hill. Oh, tell me more. The third story that the cowboy told me before disappearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, located in the town of Butler, Indiana, is a haunted cemetery that few know about. Creepier than this ancient place is what's rumored to have happened up the road. Wind through the woods for a bit past the graveyard. Oh, sorry. Wind. <laughs> Through the woods for a bit past the graveyard, and you'll come to a place known as Gypsy Hill. The story goes that gypsies. What? Hold on. The the story goes that gypsies raped. A, oh, here we go. The, wow. Okay. I, oh. It, it it reads the story goes that the gypsies raped a farmer, and now I see that it's they raped a farmer's daughter. Yikes! The gypsies raped a farmer's daughter, and so the farmer set out and killed all the gypsies in the area as those killed in rage often do the ghosts of these gypsies came back to terrorize the farmer and kill the farmers and kill them off one by one over the next 10 years all that remains in that space today is an old shack and the remnant of a life once lived there and those angry spirits may still be roaming the woods today jake dude that is it's it's a terrible tale, but that's a creepy ass story right there. I dude, like that, dude. These gypsies are. Listen to this. They raped his daughter, so he total, killed him. total pieces he of shit. And then they're it. like, "Why did he kill us? I'm gonna stop hunt. I'm gonna kill." Like, well, you he the killed shit. all the gypsies. All that's, that's true. You know, that's and true. I, I forgot. You know, yes. So okay. hard to blame him, right? You know, I mean, come on, but yeah, so that, now, I think that's where he went over the line there. And by the way, Gypsy Hill, that's where I that's what I called uh the spot where all the stoners sat at lunch when I was in high school. But this is also cool. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so in the town of Butler to this day, it's just there's there's a bunch of ghost gypsies. Everything about this is awesome. So, you know, you've got this valley, there's farmers, there's gypsies, you know, mm-hmm. the, the farmer's daughter is raped by, guy, you know, some gypsies, right? He, so he, they go on a murder and I'm sure he riled up all the other farmers. You want your daughter oh, yeah. raped? You know what we have to do now. We know we how like, humanity works. Yeah. All the gypsies get murked. They're out of there. But then the ghost gypsies come back, kill one by one over a decade. Slowly, all the farmers, the town is gone. It's a wipeout story. It's a wipeout. There's, there's nothing left except for potential gypsy spirits, right? So there's the movie, right? It ends. There's a quiet in the valley. Everyone's gone and dead. And then 
you know, you get one of those, the screen turns dark and you think, okay, the movie's over. That was pretty creepy. I don't know why they went with Michael Keaton. I don't buy him as a farmer. You're having the discussion, but then it comes <laughs> back, right? It lights back up and it says, you know, 10 years later, and this, you know, unbeknowing, you know, Mormon family wheels into town. This is a perfect place to sit. And they start to build. And we have, now we have part two. The Mormons move in, the gypsies come back, the rapings continue. I'm just writing and I'm just spitballing okay, and having okay, fun. I'm throwing this out there, okay? Okay. The, the gypsy ghosts that kill all the farmers. Yes. You know, that's the end of the movie. It's just mm-hmm. an empty fucking cemetery graveyard land now. And then uh, the Mormons move back in. They're rebuilding. Little village. They're rebuilding. Everything's great. Peaceful, lovely, children Peaceful, everywhere. lovely. Everyone's, everyone's um, loving everything. And then Hatchet Man. Oh, he's oh, back. dude. Come on. <gasps> The gypsies get blamed for what the hatchet man does. Uh, and then, oh, we find out it was all systematic. Oh. Dude, we're going to need Shyamalan for this one. <laughs> Shyamalan, I don't know. <laughs> Shyamalan a ding dong over here. I don't know if I trust that. him with this project anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll open it up. We'll open it up. He's on a very right. short list of people yeah. that we're interested in. okay for gypsy hill yikes Uh, who's playing who's playing hatchet man oh hatchet man oh dude in a very controversial tour de force defining performance everyone hates him but you can't deny him mel gibson as hatchet man gives an absolute crowd you'll forget how insane and racist he is after <laughs> this performance. Oh, okay. I and I it. am in, I am going to talk to Tarantino about it. At least oh, yeah. to produce. We're getting All Billy right. Bob. Billy Bob's the, the head farmer. Oh, shit. we got that. Yeah. I think it's between Mel and I'm really interested in Russell Crowe. He's just a Ooh. bigger guy. I think it sells. Yeah. I think we're going to go with Russell on this Mel and we love you, Mel. We love the Patriot <laughs> and Mel signs. It's really all the crazy shit you said about Jewish people. Mel, I'm sorry. We're going to have to pass Russell Crowe. Welcome to the project hatchet, man. Anything to say <laughs> about a race or a no. Okay, good. Let's move forward. All right. Daddy, we're writing, we're producing, we're casting anything else. <laughs> no, that is it. That was awesome. I love that. And uh, I also love our sponsors. We're going to get into a quick sponsor read here, Jake, before we get into the Q&A. That's right. We are going to jump and do some Q&A after this quick sponsor read. And these questions are coming to you guys from, are you guys hearing those drums right now? We are, but you know what? The, the Q&A section is just going to have a, a sweet little beat underneath it okay. this week. And that's yeah. funny. Um, so yeah, these questions are going to come from our Patreon members. If you guys are listening and you're enjoying it and you want four more episodes every month, guitar tutorials for Dirty Head songs, behind the scenes footage, and um, and a chance to ask me and Jake questions that we will answer on the show, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. You can sign up there. It is five bucks a month, but it does really help the show. You get a lot of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, so here we go. Sponsors and then some Q&A. 
All right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet of Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on you don't think about it 20 minutes later, you're just like, wow, it doesn't really hurt anymore. It's awesome. And it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills. So if you are out there, you got a bunch of aches and pains, and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them, give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try. It is the best. And if you go to KoiCBD.com and you put in code FEELGOOD at checkout, you will get 15% off your first order. That's right. Also, plug-ins keychains. Awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall and it comes with four keychains and has four quarter inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp. And when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack that's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a z and it is plural that is p l u g i n z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddy b at checkout and you will get 20% off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people questions ask us any question you want uh, this one's from Nathan J. It says, watched all your salsa reviews. Fucking hilarious. Thank you, Nathan. Jared mentioned an old school band name of yours from back in the day, Soggy Tacos. Please, please, please tell us more about that little gem. Oh, that was just a joke. He was just kidding. We never had a band called Soggy Tacos. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, Soggy Tacos? I don't remember that shit at all. Okay. That's yeah. funny. No, yeah, that's funny. Um, no, Duddy had a high school band called Unknown, but I think most of the people know that uh, hilariously yeah. enough. And if you look hard enough on YouTube, you can find some uh, a live unknown performance. You don't even have to look that hard. Type some shit in. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Kwanchetsky says, if a movie was made about the Dirty Heads, who would play each band member? This is a fucking great question. We just did this. This is fun, but not for the Dirty Heads. This is different, but... Oh, that's a fun one. So let's start with um, Jared. Who would play Jared? Uh, Jared Leto. Oh my God. Perfect. He's, <laughs> I doubt, I doubt he's half as tall as Jared no, Watson, but we'll yeah. have to do some magic there to make that work. Yeah, That's a that great, great, perfect casting. Holy shit. How funny. All right. What about Dave? The guy from the office, Michael. Michael Scott. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yes. That's Dave. Yes. Michael Scott dude. is Dave. <laughs> John okay, John. Is John John? Oh, uh, as Aziz. Aziz and sorry. Fucked up, but I love it. <laughs> Again, not half as tall as John John. No. Probably not a third. Um, uh, all right. And then Matty O, Tom Cruise. No, no, you know who plays John John? Um, um, Oh my God, I'm completely drawing a blank on his name. He's an Independence Day, the glasses. He's always like, oh, hey, uh, the fucking, oh. 
Independence Day. You threw me off with that. I mean, I'm seeing the cast. But I can't believe I can't think of this guy's name right now. Hold on. Yeah, pull him up on your phone because I got to know. I can't believe I can't think of this guy's name right now. Jeff Remember? Goldblum. Oh, John. Goldblum. That's a good, good one. Hell yeah. Right? He's way older than John John, but you'd have to just do some magic. <laughs> he's like he's, he's like 70, this dude. But yeah, that's... Yeah, but yeah. That, okay. I mean, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Good job. And right, Matteo, so you have obviously Tom, Tom Cruise because a lot of people Tom say that. Matteo. Uh, let's see. Sean then, Haygood. Oh, Sean Haygood. Let's see. Oh, wait. He looks like somebody. So let me think. Who is oh, Tiger that? Woods. Oh, my God. Tiger Woods isn't an actor, but fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> In his first acting role ever. Me. Uh, you. Schwarzenegger. Got- <laughs> yeah, him now. Uh, <laughs> Van Dam, Jean Claude Van Dam, <laughs> dude. No, you'd be more like a like a. Uh, if we're just if age doesn't matter, a uh, Jeff. Is it Bridges? Jeff Bridges? Oh yeah, Jeff. Bridges, you know that's sure. more like you. Um, all right, we'll go with that. Any age, Jeff Bridges. You know, um, I could see a younger Val Kilmer doing you. Just grow the hair out, and then um, all right. Let's just do that. The core band right there. Yeah. Um, good question. That was fun. Okay. What's next? Uh, Brian Strawn says, I get it now. Strawn. You don't say straw on straw hand or anything. It's just strong. Bruce strong. <laughs> uh, have you guys been able to get your Mario card on yet? If so, if so, who, if so, who is the champ? No, we actually haven't played at all this tour. Jared didn't bring a switch. And no, I haven't tried Mario Golf, uh, uh, but I will have to try that. Uh, Duddy's little scissor sister says, what does Duddy, what does bloody Duddy's voice sound like? <laughs> Dang, I don't know. Have you, have you thought about it? He's kind of lurpy. So it seems like he'd be up one of these. <laughs> I got a sound like that. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, it's weird when he talks. <laughs> He's a cool dude. It's just he talks yeah, like that. It's just so weird. Really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Allison Lynch says, What are the toasts Sean does all about, and where does he get them? Oh, what does the toast Sean? Oh, um, he makes them every day. They're a new one every day, and they actually have usually something to do with like that day where we're at, or something that happened like funny the night before. And we just do a quick little cheers before the show. He's been doing them for years. We have a crap load of them, and we're actually gonna we want to make a coffee table book with all them in there that you can just kind of read through them all because they're awesome. Uh, sup dudes questions. What happens to all the questions that were asked when we are asked what our questions are that we never get answered? <laughs> well, sometimes you're just like, man, I've been asked this question so many times, or you're just like, sometimes you're just like, ah, there's no, there's no need to answer that one. Um, and please join sublime with Rome at red rocks. We obviously can't do that. We just played there. Um, Carly Lone says, I second, oh, this is, she's just saying that, that we should join with Rome, Sublime with Rome at Red Rocks as well. But no, we can't do that. Sorry, guys. 
Uh, Patrick Lynch says, Jake, have you considered a marathon yet? I need motivation to get back into running. So how about you come out to the East Coast and let's run a VA Beach Shamrock Marathon in March? I mean, that all sounds great. I, you know, I've, I've thought about it a, a little bit. I'm way more interested in running on trails than I am just doing a street marathon. But I think like the more I run, the more I am thinking like, ah, maybe I should try. You know what? I'm thinking about trying a half marathon. Like, yeah, there you go. To be perfectly honest, I'm not thinking about a marathon at all, but I'm thinking half marathon, see how I feel. But I'm more interested in doing marathon distances and stuff. But on the trails, yeah, you know, going up, down. I like the changing of everything and the vi- and the view. And so yeah. maybe, buddy. But dude, if I get up to it and I'm good enough to run a marathon, I would gladly. I would. I would want to go to the East Coast and travel and do some one somewhere else. So, yeah, man, maybe someday I will, but probably a year from now. March is too soon. Uh, Melissa Mierto says, has there been any updates on when California Island will be released? I know you had mentioned it would happen this year, but uh, do you think it's being pushed back to, to 2022? Yeah, you know, we ended up with the way things worked out, we ended up releasing four songs in a, the last year. You know, we, we released Bum Bum, California Island, Rage, and Headspace. So we want to get back in and record a few new ones to make a complete album for the next one. And it probably won't even be called California Island anymore. I don't think, cause we already released that song and I don't think that song will be on the new album now, but we're not hundred percent sure. We're just kind of going to, we're, we're waiting for this tour to get over and kind of figure out what we're going to do. But we do have, we still do have quite a few songs ready and recorded and ready to put out, but we just want to make the right package, you know, before we put it out. Yeah. Uh, Brett Silva says, Jake, will you be coming to the Paso Robles show? Hope to see you guys roaming around since our VIPs got canceled. You know what? It's funny because I it went out of my mind, obviously, because I got life going on. But when you mentioned, Duddy, that you guys are going to be up there soon and you you mentioned something. You said a couple shows in Paso Robles. Are you doing back to back nights? At the it's same two time? nights in the same spot. Yeah. You might have told me that before. But, dude, what I'm sure you probably don't know offhand what nights of the week that is. So I'll, I'll look it up. but. Maybe, maybe. So I will make it known or whatever if I'm if I'm if I'm going, and then I'll I'll lurk around. So that would be cool. That'd be really cool yeah. to see you. I like that's close enough that I, we could go up there for a night and get back. And I would like yeah. to. So it's just so beautiful up there. So nice. Do you it know, really Duddy, nice what there. night of the week that is? Uh, I don't off the top of my yeah, head. It's all right. I'll look it up after. I know it's not a weekend though. I don't think I could be wrong though. Um, all right. I'm going to do one more because I do got to start kind of getting in show mode a little bit over here, but, um, thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show and the, the questions I didn't answer. Now I will answer for the Patreon show that we, the next Patreon show. And this one comes from, uh, Kevin Torbeck. And he says, Coney Island show was perfectly on point. Thank you for another great, a great DH night. Thank you, Kevin. I'm glad you enjoyed the show, man. And uh, he says, Duddy, what were your thoughts of the 10 to 15 chicks and one dude on shoulders in the front row at the show? <laughs> Pick posted in bunker. Yeah, I totally noticed that. It was pretty funny. It was like during Goonies, I, I believe is what it was. Uh, all these girls just started getting up on shoulders in the, in the front area, you know, and it was cool. They were all like cute little girls getting on like 
when I would guess their boyfriend's shoulders or whatever, and this pack of like girls kind of formed on top of the crowd. And then next thing, here comes the dude right up in the pack on the shoulder. And of course he's the one that's like more like, look at me, I'm up here. You know, it was just like, I don't know, whatever. It looked like they were all having fun, but get out of there, guy. You gotta just know <laughs> that it's now that's for the ladies yeah. up there. <laughs> That's uh, Ladyland. That's Ladyland up there, dude. Just let them party. Oh, that's fun. I'm glad the picture's in the bunker. I'm going to go look at it. Yeah. Dude. Right on. Well, thank you guys show. so much, man. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, we'll be getting you guys a Patreon episode out uh, as soon as we can here in the next few days as well. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Luke. Duddy, have great shows. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace. Peace.